Okay, here we go once again. And uh, good news, um, when I pushed the right button, everything came on. The microphone, the camera, and I even have my cat up here on the desk with me. Uh, she's getting in the way of everything, but uh, uh, I can do it around her. I can just lay my notes on her. And uh, so here we go. Uh, playing music. You are listening to KPCALP, Petaluma, California, at 103.3 FM and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. And this is the Midnight Skeptic. The views of the Midnight Skeptic are not, repeat, not necessarily the views of KPCA or any of its affiliates. Okay, um, this is uh, the Midnight Skeptic, show number 118. Damn, I've been doing this for a long time. And it'll be a, a broadcast on uh, kpca.fm worldwide on Sunday at 9 Pacific Standard Time, uh, as usual. And uh, on uh, 103.3 FM locally, uh, as always. And then as soon as I get done with this, uh, meaning the, the, the camera and everything, uh, I will download it onto YouTube. So, I don't know, it'll probably be uh, 10 or 11 o'clock tonight before it actually gets up on uh, YouTube. Oh, it's so good to be woke. It's good to be woke. It's so good to be woke in the morning. Yes, the uh, Midnight Skeptic is definitely woke. Are you listening, Ron DeFascist in Florida? Uh, Governor Ron DeFascist's favorite word as he does battle with the evil forces of Mickey Mouse. Ooh. May Disney prevail. Yay for Florida high school students and college students. I'll explain that uh, in a little bit. Okay. Uh, shout outs. Okay. Uh, Spotify and Anchor for international distributors of the Midnight Skeptic, about a dozen or so people worldwide. Um, the EU, the UK, Australia, New Zealand, Russia, uh, a couple up in Canada, and uh, one in France now. And uh, still, I don't know, one guy in Russia. Okay. Uh, locally, uh, John... Crowley at the Aquas Cafe. Oh, there goes my cat. She has gotten bored with sitting on the desk. Okay. Uh, Tom Gaffey at the Phoenix, the uh, hangout for alternative teens. And uh, Project Censored uh, with Mickey Huff, Nolan Higdon, and Andy Lee Roth. They give you the news that didn't make the news. They have an annual book uh, called Project Censored. Uh, well, this next one will be 2023. Uh, 
They have a book uh, called The State of the Free Press, 2023. Um, I haven't looked at it. Um, I should. Uh, so I don't know if it's the same thing as uh, Project Censor 2023 or not, or whether they have the same things, but you know. Okay, you get the idea. Um, okay, Dave and Rosie up in Sacramento, Kevin and Lorraine Katati, Tom and Nancy here in Petaluma, Tim Conrad, uh, one of the best photographers in the world. From He was in my high school class up in Sonora and lives down in Petaluma right now. Okay, Rich and Kathy uh, in Sebastopol. Uh, Rich, I hope your back heals up after the surgery real well. Uh, let's see, Dennis and Megan down in Tiburon, that rich people's enclave. Uh, San Francisco, Yvonne and Rick, uh, Stan and Kathy down in Pacifica, plus Susan Miller, uh, Miss Progressive down there. Aunt Jackie and her two daughters, Samantha and Melanie, down in L.A. and Arizona. My brother, Brandon, and his wife, Mina. Their daughter, Andrea, who's a nurse. Take care of yourself, Andrea. And Tim and their three little sons. Um, I think eight, six, and four now. Boy, they're they're getting up there. Okay. And uh, Karina Hilliard, the uh, snake removal technician of Patagonia, Arizona. Uh, Reno, Chanda and Michael Cabrera uh, in uh, Arkansas, Shannon Reed, uh, Florida. Oh, happy birthday, Shannon, by the way. Okay. Florida, Amelia, Nelson and Alice, North Carolina, Dr. Dave Rubin, the GOAT, greatest of all time, pulmonary doctor, Long Island, Gerald Goldfinger, and the Sonora crowd. Robert and Colleen, Bob and Sandy Fisher, Brad and Martha, their kids. Uh, Martha, you're a nurse, but take care of yourself. Uh, COVID is coming back. A new uh, variation. Mm. Darrell, Judy May, Leonidas Maciel, Kathy Francis, Lynn Quayle, um, and uh, John Gleason and his two daughters, uh, Tiffany and Jennifer. And uh, all the way down to Mexico City, Rosmalia Lopez Negrete. She listens in, yeah, every now and then. Okay, the meat of the program now. Grifter, bad news. Ultra-right beer. I mean, this is not a joke. It, that is the label of it. It's not available in stores yet. The anti-woke beer is available by mail now. Uh, if you buy Bud Light, you might, and this is a, a couple of comments about the ultra-right beer. If you buy Bud Light, you might, quote, trans your kids. Trans has now become a verb in the ignorant world of uh, GOP MAGA heads, I guess. Hmm. Why? Um, and the, the, the amount of fear and hatred amongst the uh, uh, GOP MAGA head extremist right wing is, I, I just don't understand what has generated all this 
hate and fear of the trans community is such a small, tiny percentage of the population in this country. And, and believe me, the Republicans are taking advantage of this fear of transing your kids. Ah! Okay, that they're making a political statement about it or political issue of it. And I'll go into a lot of the bills that are coming up and all of that kind of crap. Okay. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Okay, new topic. Uh, Dr. Joseph Latipo, Surgeon General of Florida. Uh, I'm calling you a quack. Uh, and I don't care who tries to sue me over this or even you you don't listen to this but uh, but you're a quack um, a short time ago you cited evidence quote unquote that young men from 18 to 39 should skip the COVID-19 vaccine the evidence wasn't just bad science it was a deliberate effort to mislead the public or at least Republicans, uh, Florida health officials deleted at your behest key data and statistics from a study on safety of mnra COVID-19 vaccines uh, to indicate that it was safe that uh, people should take the vaccine. Okay academic dishonesty uh, committed by you, Dr. Joseph Latipo, uh, is lying by omission. It is scientific fraud. You, Dr. Joseph Latipo of Florida, are a quack. Okay, new topic. Bad news, I bet you thought Florida couldn't get any worse. Hmm. The Florida Board of Education, and I put education in quotes in my notes, has expanded to all grade levels, K through 12, in public schools, the ban on teaching gender identity and sexuality. Uh, and this is a quote from one of the education board members. Florida teachers in grades 4 through 12 shall not intentionally provide classroom instruction on sexual orientation or gender identity. A parent may opt their child out of a reproductive health course. This is a Christian thing. It is a fundamentalist Christian thing. Uh, to not provide sex education for students. Abstinence only is what they teach. And which brings into question the nature of teaching. If, you, if a teacher is up in front of a classroom and just says, just don't do it, when the subject of sex comes up, that's not teaching, that's admonishing. That's an attempt at indoctrination, like 
GOP MAGA heads are afraid that uh, moderate, liberal, progressive teachers might impart to their students. Okay, Florida Chancellor for K-12 through Public Schools, Paul Burns, said that sexual orientation and gender identity are unlikely to be mentioned given that, quote-unquote, abstinence only is the required expectation of what we teach in our schools, unquote. This new rule builds on the Parental Rights in Education Act. Teachers may lose their Florida credentials for violating that rule. And uh, in my notes here, I put a Q with a question mark for a question. What constitutes teaching? Does mentioning something constitute teaching? Does assigning uh, a couple of pages in a textbook, is that teaching? Is that uh, having the kids take a test on what you've said? Is that teaching? Mm. What if, uh, again, I've said this on dozens of shows. If a kid, and now it'll be any grade between K through 12, comes up to the teacher and asks, Miss Brown, who is that lady's picture on your desk? What is she supposed to say if uh, that's her fiancé, if that's her wife, is that her girlfriend? What is she supposed to say? Okay, if she answers the question honestly, is that teaching? Back in uh, 19... 78. Here in California, we had the Briggs Initiative, Proposition 6, that if passed, would have uh, fired all gay and lesbian teachers and not hired any more of them. Well, it failed. Uh, California, even though we have a few, what I would call now, MAGA heads, not many, but a few. Uh, it just didn't pass. And California, in general, has been relatively liberal and progressive and democratic ever since then. Sips. Hmm. Okay, enough of that. New topic. Uh, Motex is bad news. GOP MAGAhead Republicans in Texas legislature are targeting Harris County with a bill, and it's Senate Bill 1993, that would allow the Secretary of State of Texas to overturn election results in counties with in counties in Texas with 2.7 million population or more. Why did they come up with that figure? Because Harris County is the only county that has more than that. And they uh, are basically a a Democratic leaning uh, voting county in Texas. So, and it has the town of Houston in it. Um, If the Secretary of State 
Okay, he can overturn the election if the Secretary of State, quote, I'm quoting from the bill, has good cause to believe that at least 2% of the county's polling places, meaning Harris County's polling places, ran out of usable ballots during voting hours, unquote. All right, why 2.7 million? Because Dallas County leans Republican, and they have only 2.6 million population. Also a bill, and Republican-sponsored, of course, um, was advanced to allow the Secretary of State to suspend county election administrators when a complaint is filed. Well, of course there's going to be some MAGA head in the county that will dutifully file a complaint. The League of Women Voters, that liberal organization, um, said these bills by Republicans exclusively are fraught with potential abuse. Of course they are. That's the intent of these uh, Republican-sponsored bills. Okay, new topic. Bad news. Idaho House Bill 182 makes it allowable for, quote-unquote, public prayer for school employees and teachers. Idaho's school employees and teachers at public schools, charter schools, or state universities, quote, may pray at any time um, he is free to engage in personal conversations or other personal conduct. This bill was introduced and uh, it will be passed and signed to allow for football coaches to gather on the 50-yard line after the game with his football playing sheep gathered around him and praying to the Lord. Uh, that's what it's for. Um, and a football player that has no religious beliefs or maybe is Jewish or Muslim or whatever may not want to join the prayer circle. And do you think he'll get more or less playing time if he sits on the team bench? Hmm. That's a rhetorical question. Also, no institution shall take, quote, shall take adverse action or discriminate against anyone refusing to participate in such prayer. Well, they put that in the bill just to make it sound better. Of course, the players who don't participate will have their playing time reduced. Um, re GOP MAGAhead Republicans think that lefties, progressives, liberals like me are just stupid and don't see this. Of course we see it. Okay. La, la, la. 
this is likely to have an intimidating and coercive effect on impressionable students. This bill, um, in the Midnight Skeptic's opinion, my opinion, is to allow team prayers in the middle of the football field on or any other athletic field or court. Okay. Uh, new topic, Montana bad news. Mont Montana's only transgender House of Representative member, Zoe Zephyr, she's a Democrat from District 100, was not allowed to speak on the House floor by House Speaker Matt Regier, capital R-E-G-I-E-R. -E He's a Republican from the 4th District because of Zephyr's comments during debate on a bill that would include binary definitions, male and female, into the state code and deny gender-affirming care to trans youth. <sighs> okay, good youth news. Okay, there were 300 school walkouts across the state of Florida Friday of the 21st. Okay, that was today's Tuesday. All right, so... One, two, three, four days ago. Okay. Uh, 300 school walkouts. That's not 300 students. That's students from 300 different schools. Okay. To protest. What were they walking out for? They were protesting the expansion of um, the Don't Say Gay Law up through 12th grade. Well, good for them. Uh, in 12th grade, our seniors in high school and teachers are not supposed to mention to them that there's gay people in this country, that there's transgender people and kids in this country. Uh, they, if we don't mention it, if we pass laws against teachers mentioning it, then they'll never know about it and won't be and won't be transed either or turned gay. Oh, GOP MAGA head Republicans are the most ignorant, stupid people that shouldn't have a hand in governing our country. And, okay, today, uh, President Biden announced that he was running again uh, in 2024 for the presidency, and um, he wants to finish the job of, uh, his words, saving the soul of America. Well, saving it from who? Republicans. And of course, I'm going to be voting for him and I wish him luck. And uh, this country needs to be saved from um, stupid, ignorant 
GOP MAGA-head Republicans. Hmm. Okay. I'm off my notes. Okay. They're protesting the expansion of the Don't Say Gay law to include up to seniors in high school. The organization of these walkouts uh, is called Walkout 2, the the numeral 2, Learn. Walkout to Learn. And it was organized uh, in South Florida there by uh, Xander Maretz. And uh, I've talked about him before like about a year and a half or two years ago on this. And uh, I recognized the name when it surfaced again, when I was uh, looking up, well, who organized these student walkouts? Okay. Uh, anyway, it was him. Uh, he's 19 now. I, I think he's a freshman at some college now. And it was high school and college students that staged these walkouts. Okay, and it's a three-step process. Okay, at noon on Friday, step one was uh, the walkout. Just get up out of your classroom seats and walk out and gather at the student commons. Okay, and um, number two, um, assuming that almost all of them have uh, smartphones, uh, the students will be texted a link with a pledge to use their vote to support students' rights um, at the next election, whenever that is in Florida. And uh, their uh, text number, phone number, I guess, uh, will be entered into a database for uh, walk out to learn to urge all of the people that have walked out to vote, you know, whenever the next election comes out. Okay, step three is to listen to a five-minute band history lesson from one of their peers who have been trained by uh, Harvard uh, students about uh, probably, it didn't specify, but uh, black history. Okay. Whew. Bad news. Okay. Is the Republican Party now unredeemable? When did they start going off the rails? Now, the next uh, stuff will be um, a a brief history of how the Republican Party got to be this way. And uh, the gist of it is that the Republican Party was infected with the uh, hateful Christians. And I'll tell you who they are. Okay. Uh, when did the when did the GOP start going off the rails? Okay, in the opinion of the midnight skeptic, me, um, it goes back to the 1969 
and the presidential election uh, of Ronald Reagan versus Jimmy Carter. Due to the rise of conservatism following Reagan's victory, historians say this election led to a political realignment beginning with, uh, which, which began really with Barry Goldwater's 1964 campaign. Uh, Jerry Falwell's moral majority, uh, which was founded in um, 1978, is credited with giving Reagan two-thirds of the white evangelical vote. Uh, Falwell's group bought $10 million in commercials on Southern Radio and TV to brand Jimmy Carter, which he's a good man, brand Jimmy Carter as a, quote, traitor to the South and no longer a Christian. That was their message. Um what does it mean to be a traitor to the South? That means you view blacks as, my God, human beings that should be treated with respect. Uh, Republicans, after LBJ signed the Voting Rights Act in 1974, 1964, sorry, and uh, the Civil Rights Act in 1965, uh, Dixiecrats, which were a, a branch of the Democratic Party back in those days, they flocked to the Republican Party, which is kind of where we are today. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, 95% of Republicans are just out and out racists. Now, if you're Republican, you're not necessarily a MAGA head. There are Republicans, and I'm talking about the Lincoln Project, uh, that group of Republicans who just couldn't stomach uh, the orange sociopathic bloat bag formed their own political action group and worked to defeat the orange sociopathic bloat bag in the 2020 election. Uh, so they are, in my mind, honorable Republicans, thinking Republicans, um, caring Republicans. Now, we need more of those. Unfortunately, uh, like I've said, and I'm, I have no official statistics to back this up, but uh, I would say that 95% of Republicans are just out and out racist and uh, suffused with fear and hatred of the LGBTQ community, especially the trans community. 
<sighs> Liberals just want to trans our kids. The word trans is rapidly becoming a verb in uh, MAGA head circles. Mm. Okay, that that is just water with a healthy dose of lime juice in it. Okay, I'm off my notes again. Okay, Ronald Reagan and his uh, conservative advisors uh, advised him to adopt supply-side economics, which is lowering of taxes, mainly on the wealthy and their corporations, comma, decreasing government regulations, such as worker safety rules. We don't want safety rules. That costs money. We can always replace workers. Um, and, comma, lessening environmental harm. Who cares if we destroy mountains and forests and streams and the ocean. As long as we make money, wow, wow, wow. That's a capitalist mantra. Whew. I'm uh, my throat's getting dried out quicker than usual today. Mm. Mm. All right. Da -da 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 -da. Oh, and the most important thing is allowing free trade. In other words, unbridled capitalism. Um, in theory, according to the Laffer curve, lowering taxes on corporations and the wealthy business owners will increase government government revenue because of uh, they'll make more things, sell more things, make more profits. Okay, this is disputed by most leading economists. Mm. Reagan's most horrible and far-reaching quote, and this is a quote that he said directly, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. And he um, delivered that line in his oh, stentorian actor's voice, and it went over well. It sounds great, uh, but it has been the source of a lot of... Uh, Bad news for our country. Okay. Uh, government is the problem. Mendacious, malicious, right-wing, so-called patriots who say, get big government off our backs. All right. Or, let the eagle fly. Um, hearken back to this Reagan statement. Hardcore capitalists make use of these tropes to enrich themselves at the expense of the uh, uh, middle and lower classes, of course. Uh, 
Okay, George H.W. Bush's one term right after Reagan uh, carried on this. Um, oh, I can't read my writing. Oh, uh, George H.W. Bush's one term right after Reagan carried on this marrying between the GOP and the hateful religious right. Um, remember George H.W. Bush's quickly broken promise, read my lips, no new taxes. This was at the uh, 1988 Republican Convention. In the 1992 uh, presidential campaign, Pat Buchanan repeatedly cited this broken promise. Uh, Pat Buchanan was trying to get the Republican nomination. Um, Bush signed, okay, the omnibus, okay, this is a long title for this bill, uh, the Omnibus Budget Reconciliation Act of 1990 which also raised taxes, and uh, it, it raised multiple taxes, including individual income rate, I mean, essentially meaning the middle class, from 28% to 31%. And, um, oh, excuse me. There was um, something that uh, I wanted to get on a note pile, and uh, I jerked out my cord here. Okay, back and ready to go. Um, there's a, a blank spot in my notes, and right during and after the George H.W. Bush administration, it marked the rise of the uh, private jet evangelical old white guys that just made tons of money that were not taxed at all. Okay, here's a few of them. Okay, I've already mentioned Jerry Falwell Ministries uh, slash Liberty Council slash Liberty University. Okay, his revenue in this was uh, in 2012, this piece of... Uh, paper came out. I, I held it up for the uh, uh, YouTube people. Okay, his revenue, um, 639,521,000. I'm rounding these off. Okay, number two, the Christian Broadcasting Network slash Regent University founded by TV preacher Pat Robertson 
mixes Christian fundamentalism and far-right politics on a daily television show and regularly attacks America's public education system, calls for tax aid for private religious schools, and insists that the Constitution says nothing about the separation of church and state. Hmm. Oh, boy. Okay, number three, I, I'm going to do... There's a whole list of about ten of them here, um, and I'm not going to go through them all, just the worst of the worst. It's arranged by... Uh, Revenue, so, okay, focus on the family. Large family ministry founded by James Dobson. He takes far-right views on numerous social, is, uh, social issues, LGBTQ people. Dobson issues personal endorsements of religious right candidates and insists church-state separation is not in the Constitution. Well, they don't want to be taxed. There is supposedly a law against uh, these Christian creeps from in directly endorsing political candidates, but James Dobson does it. Anyway, will anything be done about it? No. Okay, and uh, now here's a dangerous organization. Alliance Defending Freedom. Christian lawyers. In recent years, the ADF, uh, headed by Ed Meese acolyte, Alan Sears, has worked aggressively to overturn a federal law that bars tax-exempt churches and other nonprofits from intervening in partisan elections. Now, they have 47,688,000 uh, in revenue. <sighs> All right. Uh, the last one I'm going to mention. All the others, you know, I know you will have heard of them, but I'm not going to dwell on them. Uh, American Center for Law and Justice slash Christian Advocates Serving Evangelism. Evangelism. Uh, okay, their revenue, um, about $58 million. Far-right legal outfits run by religious right attorney Jay Sekulow an ally of TV preacher Pat Robertson. The group attempts, attempts to force fundamentalism into public schools. They, they all do this. And attack reproductive freedom. In other words, they claim that they're pro-life, but they're not anti-gun regulation. Um and they're against LGBTQ rights. Okay, that's enough of that. Um, okay. And uh, which kind of brings us today to today. 
uh, okay, there was an interlude of the Tea Party patriots. Do you remember them who protested anything that had to do with Barack Obama when he got elected? And um, some of my Republican relatives and friends uh, just said that the Tea Party patriot organizations were just against raising taxes. No, they weren't. I remember seeing some of the horrible signs that they held up um, in 2009 uh, when Obama was elected. I'm not going to describe some of them, but uh, they dwelt on his supposedly African heritage. And um, the uh, orange sociopathic bloat bag uh, was the uh, birther-in-chief. You remember the birther movement? Um, racists, all of them. Okay, more sips. Okay, bad news. A leader of the Pastors for Trump, Sean Fucht. Uh, I'll spell his last name, capital F-E-U-C-H-T. And I've talked about him before. It's been about a year since I mentioned him, um, which was founded by Jackson LaMayer in Oklahoma in uh, December of uh, 22, that's just, I don't know, six months ago, uh, said, okay, Sean Fucht is saying this at Lehmeyer's church there in Oklahoma, quote, their, their movement is advocating for God to control everything. Now, that's a direct quote. He embraced the label of Christian nationalism, as have a number of prominent pro-Trump conservative evangelicals. And this is a, a quote um, continuing of, from uh, Sean Fuke. I guess he was invited to give a sermon or something at Jackson uh, LaMayer's church. That is spelled capital L-A-H-M-E-Y-E-R. I don't know. Okay, continuing the quote. It's all part of the king coming back. That's what we're practicing for, Fuchs told the crowd in attendance. Quote, we want believers to be the ones writing the laws in this country. We wouldn't be a disciple of Jesus if we didn't believe that. Okay, new topic. Oh, man. Bad but useless news. Okay. Representative Greg Stube, a Republican, of course, from Florida, put uh, House of Representatives, this is the national level, House of Representatives Bill 734 in the House of Representatives. His bill, 
and this is what he calls it, quote, the protection of women and girls in sports act. And uh, he introduced it April 20th, 2023, this year, April 20th. That was, uh, God, five days ago. Okay. Um, it passed the House um, on Thursday, the 20th. Uh, on the same Thursday, it was uh, introduced. And it'll go nowhere. It won't get past the Senate. And certainly, um, President Biden wouldn't sign it if it did. Okay, it targets students K through 12, as well as public universities that get federal funding. GOP MAGA head bullying at its worst. Of the 340 million population in the United States, 1.3 million adults and 300,000 youths from 13 to 17, identify as transgender. And that's about 1.4% of youth and one half of a percent of the total population. Kids assigned male at birth who have gender dysphoria which is a real thing, Republicans. Are you listening, you stupid jerks? Um, and identify as female are about roughly half of trans youth. And of those who wish to pursue athletics of any kind are an incredibly small number. Okay, now there's an organization... Uh, hateful organization called Save Women's Sports, an organization that is for banning trans athletes from girls' sports at any level. They identified, and, and this is an anti-trans organization, they identified only five transgender athletes competing on girls teams K through 12. There is no minority group so small that GOP MAGA head Republicans won't be moved to bully them. Mm. Trans kids uh, before middle school are essentially the same uh, physically and athletically. Am I right? All right. So uh, I talked about... Uh, okay, so what What do students such as Becky Pepper Jackson of West Virginia that I talked about uh, two weeks ago on show number 116, she was a 12-year-old runner who has identified as female since the fourth grade. She just wants to participate on her middle school girls track and cross country team. Um, 
she's 12, and these uh, old white guy in their gray suits and ties that are Republicans, they're coming after you, Becky. Fear the Republicans. Ah. Um, there essentially is no difference in athletic ability up until boys start going into puberty. As a matter of fact, girls go into puberty uh, about a year, roughly, before boys do. And um, testosterone is one of the factors, uh, maybe even the main factor. I'm not an endocrinologist, uh, so don't send me hate mail. Um, but it's a complicated issue, but I guarantee you that up through middle school, there's really no difference. There's no excuse for stupid-ass MAGA-head states to say K, kindergarten through 12. They can all just compete together on the same team. Mm. Um, okay. All right. Uh, good news, and I won't dwell on this a lot, even though the guy is a complete turd. Tucker Carlson has been put on, put out on uh, the Fox News trash heap as of 424. Hmm, that was, uh, it was Monday when I found out about it. Uh, Maybe, I don't know what the inner workings of Fox News is, but uh, he's no longer there. Good. And it's not going to be a earth-shaking, country-changing, you know, event. It's just Tucker Carlson. We'll get over it, and uh, we won't miss his hatred and bile. Oh boy, I'm running out of time. Mm. Okay, Tucker Carlson, good news. Um, like whack-a-mole, he'll pop up somewhere. His ignorant bile will be put to use on some right-wing fringy... Uh, outlet that can afford to pay him a little bit. But he won't be hurting for money. He's rich. He's he's made tons of money at Fox News. Um, may he never darken a TV screen again. <sighs> Too much to hope for. Okay. Okay. I promised my listeners out there that I would try to end every show with some good news. Well, I've got some good news. Uh, Mallory McMorrow, she's a Democrat from Michigan, um, and she's the state Senate majority whip. Okay. Uh, Tudor Dixon... Uh, 
from uh, Michigan. Uh, she ran for governor and lost big time. Uh, and uh, what she ran on, well, okay, Tudor Dixon was a, a Republican and uh, the population of Michigan is about 10 million and Tudor Dixon concentrated her run for governor on anti-trans political ads. Okay, well, it didn't work because she lost big time. And um, in Michigan, in all of Michigan, there are only two kids who applied for a waiver to play on girls' sports teams as transgenders. In the 2022 election, uh, the Michigan GOP ran more ads about anti-trans issues than inflation issues or other kitchen table issues. Uh, less in a poll, in a poll. I don't know who took the poll. Gallup or somebody, less than 5% of Michigan voters listed trans issues that would cause them to vote, okay? It's, in the grand scheme of things, bullying the LGBTQ community is not popular with voters. Oh, I've got to play my out music. You have been listening to The Midnight Skeptic on KPCA LP, Petaluma, California. And we're at 103.3 on the FM dial and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. Support community radio at patreon.com slash Petaluma Community Access. And remember, think critically, think logically, but live joyously and, most importantly, pet your cats. Okay, it's a little, uh, it's a few seconds after 58 minutes, so I've been cut off at uh, KPCA 103.3 FM. But my uh, YouTube people can still see me ranting on. I have just one thing for you guys to say out there, and that is to pet your cat. Okay, until next week. I will be back with you.